thanks for listening to the Radiant Church Podcast. This is David Perkins, and we're so glad that you're listening. Hey, if you're a part of our family meeting online or in person, we want to encourage you to get connected at Radiant Church KC across all social media platforms. God is doing something incredible in Kansas City, and we love connecting with you, whether it's through our app or even through all the content available on our YouTube page. Hey, our prayer is that God uses this message to change your life and that you could become a dynamic disciple of Jesus. Thanks for listening. Enjoy this message. Hey, happy seven years, everybody. Yeah. All right. Okay, so if you uh, started coming to Radiant in our first year, stand to your feet. All right, everybody. First year, year one, year one. Okay, okay, year two, year two. You came in year two. All right. Okay, year three. No, stay standing, stay standing. Year three, year three. Year four, year four. Year five, you're like, what year is it? I don't know. This is, today is seven years. So about, you know, do the math. Year five, year five. All right, year six, year six. All right, this is your first time. I'll up to year seven. All right, here we go. Stand up, all right. <laughs> this is a great test because half y'all are in the room, but you're not here. So I... I don't know how that goes. Uh, hey, let's give a big hand. So glad that you guys are here. <laughs> all right, that's fun. I feel like I'm entertaining myself. Um, it's great to see all of you here today and uh, so excited about what God is doing. Hey, can we just give one more uh, shout out with excitement about 24 people being baptized today? That's really exciting. That's awesome. Praise God. I love that. Uh, love what God is doing, and so fun to see all of you. Uh, it's going to be a really, really fun day. A couple announcements uh, I just wanted you to be aware of, and that is that this Wednesday night, for the first time in Radiant history, we will have a prayer meeting in our prayer chapel in our new building, everybody. <laughs> and so, uh, now this is like this is like old school family style. This is not like, this is gonna be perfect. This is like, hey, you see a part of that wall that needs painting, you help us pick up a paintbrush and paint it on your way in. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Nick and the team have been working hard to get ready for this, uh, for this moment. Um, but it's gonna be so fun. And so uh, the way that this works is um, we have this uh, 85,000 square foot building and the very front portion of it on the, in the upstairs, there is a 150-seat auditorium with a bathroom, all right? So what we're able to do is start to have some of the smaller meetings between Sundays in that space. And so the very first one will be a prayer meeting because seven years ago, the very first meeting at this church was a prayer meeting. And so today we celebrate seven years and then we're starting a new prayer meeting in the prayer chapel. But anyway, and so uh, we'll have the prayer meetings there. We'll be able to do um, some small group training there and our, our youth meeting there. And so anyway, that's this Wednesday night. So it's been on Monday night. Prayer meetings have been on Monday nights now on Wednesday night uh, in the prayer chapel. Okay, one more announcement. And that is, if you have a teenager, uh, tomorrow night we have a guest speaker. His name is Zach Dillon. And uh, he was, uh, used to be in my youth group. Is he about your age, Dory? Okay, so he's a grown-up now, um, and he's got two kids. He's a youth pastor in Michigan. Anyway, uh, he's doing a phenomenal job, and he's going to be speaking to our teenagers uh, tomorrow night and at Bold Youth. So if you have a teenager, make sure and have them there. Um, give it up for Dory. Come on, Dory. What's up, Dory? How old are you, Dory? How old are you? How old are you? You're 31, all right? You're a grown-up. She was in our youth group. She used to do like a nerd dance when she was in junior high, but she's grown. she still does a nerd dance. All right. Well done, Sky. All right. Uh, we better pray because this is going downhill. Okay. Um, uh, well, welcome, everybody. I, I wanted to kind of lean into a message today about, about really following Jesus and being on the narrow road. And so uh, this is Jesus talking in the Sermon on the Mount. 
And, and I, I wanna invite you just to go vertical, just you and God today. So sometimes when you hear messages like this, it's easy to think about other people. Um, it's easy to think about um, lots of other applications. If you could do anything today, I just, it's just this simple. I just wanna invite you to have dialogue with God and be like, God, I just, I wanna be on the narrow road. Jesus, I, I want you to be the Lord of my life. Jesus, I want a relationship with you. All right, and so uh, where I'm gonna take us today is just to renew that at the end, just to come before God and say, Jesus, the way is narrow and you're the way and I'm following you. So spoiler alert, that's where we're going. Um, and I wanna, where I'm aiming at is a power encounter for you to have with God. What, what I'm aiming at is you having that moment. It's just that, that prayer where you just realign, just like at a chiropractor, you just realign and you just go, Jesus, you're, my allegiance is to you. You're Lord of my life. And Jesus says this in Matthew chapter seven, verse 13, enter through the narrow gate. For wide is the gate and broad is the road that leads to destruction. And many, scary word, many enter through it. But small is the gate and narrow the road that leads to life. Say life. It leads to life and only a few find it. Watch out for false prophets. They come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are ferocious wolves. And by their fruit, you will recognize them. Do people pick grapes from thorn bushes or figs from thistles? Likewise, every good tree bears good fruit, but a bad tree bears bad fruits. A good tree cannot bear bad fruit and a bad tree cannot bear good fruit. Every tree that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. Thus, by their fruit, you will recognize them. Verse 21, not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but only he who does the will of my father who is in heaven. Many will say to me, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name and in your name drive out demons and in your name perform any miracles? And then I will tell them plainly, I never knew you. Away from me, you evildoers. Father, we come before you today and we thank you for the privilege of following Jesus. We thank you for the opportunity to enter through the narrow gate and live on the narrow road. And we ask, Lord Jesus, that you would help us to say no to self, to say yes to Jesus. Jesus is the gate, he is the way. And Jesus, would you help us to choose the narrow road every day, to stay close to you. We honor you and we love you. And everybody said amen. amen. Um, I don't know uh, if all the parents can resonate with this, but we have four kids and there were times when we would tell our children to go to bed and they would enter through the door of their room and cause us to believe that they were obeying. And yet in reality, even though there was the appearance of going to bed, they were not in bed. They were doing their own thing. So uh, Olivia and Dawson have stories of that they had protocol. You wait five minutes, you wait till mom and dad disappear, you enter through the door into your bedroom and then you lay your cheek down and talk through the vents. At the five minute mark, we start talking and they would stay up late talking through the night. So to us, it was the appearance. Everything's going well. Every, they, they've entered in. They're doing what they're supposed to do. But in reality, a different story is going on, right? <laughs> Olivia was telling me about one of her friends uh, as she was confessing one of her friend's many sins. I don't know if you can do that, but she did that. She's saying to me, Dad, I had a friend. And she told the name. I won't say it so that no parent, I don't get her in trouble with her parents. But I have a friend. And when you go into her room, she has a huge teddy bear that is seated on the ground. And it just looks to her parents like a big decorative teddy bear. But dad, 
She cut off the head of the teddy bear, took out the stuffing, and inside of the teddy bear is mounds of candy. And when she goes to bed at night, her parents think she's in bed, but she is, she is pounding sugar late into the night. <laughs> Here's the idea. It is easy, I think, for you and for me. In a culture where I love, I love America, I love living in 2023, I love the, the evangelical church that consistently is saying this is who Jesus is, but I think sometimes it's possible for you and I to verbalize something to God, be it a song, be it a prayer, and yet if we're honest, in reality, when it's just us in our room, we have entered in, we have people around us that think something, but only you know what goes on when it's just you and God. When you get open and honest, and some of us just like little kids, we have the appearance of, I can say a prayer, I can even post Bible verses on Instagram. But Jesus here is talking about the condition of the heart. Like what's going on on the inside? And I want to invite you today, in addition to making a decision to follow Jesus, to live as a disciple of Jesus, in addition to saying, I have decided, and I love I have decided. I love that song. I, in fact, when we started Radiant, that was what we put on the t-shirts. I have decided. It is this, I have decided to follow Jesus. No turning back, no turning back. And when we read Jesus here in Matthew chapter seven, the whole macro narrative here, that he's telling the stories that many people will say on that day, Lord, Lord, did we not do some things? Did we not prophesy in your name? Did we not cast out demons in your name? And yet he says that I will say to them, away from me, I never, and here's the word, I never knew you. So in, in, in the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus talking about, here's what matters, it's relationship. I, I want relationship. Very easy for you to do some things, have an appearance of doing things, and you can feel just Jesus saying, but I want you to know that the road is narrow. There's a narrow and a broad road. Welcome, you said, hey, I thought I'd go to Radiant today. Turns out they've got some lattes and some coffee, and it's gonna be a big celebration day. Didn't know the preacher was gonna preach on the broad road that leads to destruction. Welcome to church. Because if you listen to Jesus here, he's talking very clearly about two different roads, two different groups of people, two different destinations. And he makes it really clear. There is a road that is narrow and it leads to life, Zoe life. And, and for many of you, you go, oh, I know that life. I know, I know Jesus as the life giver, the one who gives abundant life. And here's Jesus caring wanting these people to understand. And I think for me, the privilege and the honor of leading and serving and praying and pastoring and connecting at Radiant Church, and I get just these precious minutes with you, and my, my hope and my dream is that you would have a conversation with Jesus and that you would get really honest and, and real with God about, okay, God, Jesus, you are my savior. Jesus, I, I, I have decided to follow you and you, you saved me and there's some real fruit in my life, and, and, and the destination is eternity with you. 
And I just wanna talk about this because I think that living in 2023, I feel like it's very easy to think we might be on the narrow road and yet our actions and our affections might have us to where we're not being really real with, am I on the narrow road? I just read Jesus and it feels to me like Jesus really has this, this message that he's saying that many people will think they're on the, the narrow road and they're not. And I just want to invite us and those that would come on a Sunday morning here for us just to have that conversation. And, and you get really real with Jesus and just talk to him and say, okay, God, I, I want to be on the narrow road. And Paul, when he talks to young Timothy, I mean, he talks about this kind of broad road. Listen to the way he says this, because you and I will feel pressure in our culture to live on the broad road. We will feel the pressure to do what's popular. And I think that you live Monday through Saturday on constant inroads, feeding self on broad road ideas all the time. It's just around us. It's in our relationships. It's in our entertainment. It's Listen to the way Paul says it this way. For the time will come when people will put up with, well, when people will not put up with sound doctrine, instead to suit their own desires. So they have desires and they will gather around them a great number of teachers to say what their itching ears want to hear. And they will turn their ears away from the truth and turn aside to myths. So imagine a world where you can go find a teacher that tells you what you want to hear. Imagine an internet where whatever desire you have, you can find somebody to, to, to tell you that's okay. If you desire it, if that's what you want, you can find somebody to tell you, sure, that'll work. And it's easy for us to think, I've chosen the narrow road, but I'm listening to who I want to listen to, and I end up distant from God, and I just wanna realign today. I just wanna come back and just get open and honest before God, and just be, be real because you're around people that will always say, hey, the road is actually broad. Chill out, man. There's, there's a lot of different ways. And Jesus says, there's a narrow way. And Jesus in John 14, 6 said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one goes to the Father except through Christ alone. So that sounds so narrow, David. It is. That doesn't sound broad and, and, and easy. That's what Jesus said. And so this is just a, a fresh wake up. Okay, uh, forget, forget the debates for a moment. Forget debating online. Forget, forget all the, the ways that your brain goes towards this. And all I, all I care about is you hearing, reading the word of God, listening to the red letters of Jesus. And when you go vertical, you're just really open with Jesus and saying, okay, Jesus, have I made this decision to follow you? And am I currently on the road where I'm following you? Or have I allowed myself to slowly go pursue my own desires? And I, I, I'm actually just kind of sitting in my room, pounding the candy, doing what I want. Almost, this is a big word, but almost pretending. Almost, almost causing others to believe something. And, and, and we have a good savior. We have one who forgives. We have one who wants Zoe life for you. That if you can come before him today and just get realigned, he goes, all right, good. He paid the debt that he did not owe, but you owed. He created a way. So the good news of the gospel is no matter how messed up or no, no matter what road you're on, 
Jesus has created a way for you to have eternal life. And it's through him. So I know, David talking broad road, narrow road. Wow, I mean, can't we just talk about like, can't we just sing kumbaya and say, if it's all gonna work out in the end? I just don't feel like that's what Jesus says. I just feel like I read Jesus and, and, and Jesus seems to talk about that it, 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 that it really is narrow. And, and, and when I watch Jesus' life, there really was a rich young ruler who said, oh yeah, that cost is too much. I guess I'll go back to my money. There really was in John 6, some people that turned back and no longer followed him because the teaching in John 6 became more than they wanted to hear. There really is a Judas who thought his way was better than Jesus' way. And so we, 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 we love to say, hey, you're mean. No, actually there is lies and there is truth. And we've just chosen a person who says he's the way, he's the truth, he's the life. I like the way C.S. Lewis said, you either got to take him as Lord or lunatic or a liar. But if he is the way and he is the truth and he is the life, then the way is actually narrow. And for those who say, I have decided to follow Jesus and I'm on the narrow road, that narrow road has created life for you. So the world looks at you like you're living this restricted, narrow life. And you're like, I wouldn't trade this for the world. I've got the hope of heaven. I've got, I've got God at work inside of me. I've been, I've been rescued and I'm in the process of being transformed. I've got a mission and a, and a purpose. I, I, forever and ever, I'm gonna be with literally the love of my life and the one that I'm, I have my allegiance toward. Oh, and you would say, I have found abundant life. I, I've found life. I, 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 I'm happy I am on this road. I'm not wishing that I was on the broad road. Oh no, this little narrow road, this is where I have found some life. And I know we live in a culture that goes, all roads, it's all right. You do you, boo-boo, it'll all be okay. <laughs> and even, even, just, even if you're just honest, you know that's crazy. That, if, it, 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 to say that even in a physical idea, to say, hey, I know I-35 South leads to Oklahoma City. All roads lead to Oklahoma City. Take 70 West. You'll get there one day. <laughs> the way is narrow. There is a person. The good news of the gospel is that the debt that you owed has been paid by Christ. Here's what you get. You get salvation. It is for free. Jesus paid the debt and he says, come follow me. Stay on the narrow way. Live the Jesus way. Live the Jesus road follow the truth of Jesus. And I just feel like I live in an internet world where there's constant information, where I'm watching some of my friends believe things that is not narrow and try to make up something according to their itching ears, according to what fits their sinful desires. And for a short time, it might feel good. For a short time, it might deliver a little bit of pleasure. But in the long run, even those people, in fact, even those people end up saying, I don't think that the broad road actually delivers. I was talking to um, a friend of mine in my 20s and I was uh, a follower of Jesus, uh, chosen to marry Renata. I think we had one, one uh, child at the time, Dawson. And 
I remember, um, I remember right where I was talking to him where he said, I, the hardest part of Christianity for me is that whole marriage thing. He said, I don't wanna do monogamy. He said, that sounds awful. And so here we are, we were children of the 80s and growing up, you know, Magnum P.I. and, you know, like whatever, you know, TV shows from the 80s and whatever movies of the early 90s. And, and so what he had beheld in his eyes was, I, I do not, I, I want to live the kind of um, lifestyle other than monogamy. I, and that's what I, and that, and he had a hope that it, that it would deliver. It's a broad road. And, and the intriguing thing is that right now, um, it's been 20 years. And right now, it's only been 20 years. Imagine 20,000 years. But only 20 years later, I can see some cracks in his philosophy. Right now, the broad road isn't delivering what he had hoped. Right now, it's almost like looking at the way of Jesus really does look better than the way of the broad road. And it's only been 20 years. Imagine 20,000 or 20 million eternity. Imagine you choose Jesus now. You choose the Zoe life now and the trajectory that you go on with Jesus instead of the broad road that leads to destruction. And the broad road does lead to destruction. The broad road cannot deliver what you're made for. You're made for relationship. That's what Jesus says. He's like, in the end, when they stand before me, do we know each other? I mean, that's, that's just Matthew 7. I'm just reading it. Don't take my words. Just, just, I'm just giving you a little like, you know, screaming about Matthew 7. This is what he says. On that day, many will say, Lord, Lord, did we not? Our context. <laughs> did we not serve on serve day? Did we not wear the t-shirt? God, I even jumped once when Katie was singing. <laughs> Woo! Woo! Yeah! I yelled once. I served coffee. Woohoo! And, and you just, you get internal of the way that Jesus is talking here. And he's saying, I'm not, I, I'm talking about what's going on, on the inside. I'm talking about you with intention, heart, knowing a person. It's him. And I just want to invite you to just, I know this is somber. I know you're like, hey, if I would have come, if I would have known that you're going to be so serious today, I might, have, I might have just slept in and watched the game. It could be the greatest gift to you that I'm this somber today. Could be the greatest gift to go, hold on a second. There's a narrow way and you've got flooded with the broad way. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, we are flooded with the broad road constantly. Uh, my my son Dawson's a freshman in college and my daughter Olivia is 17 and she's a senior in high school. And they are getting bombarded with paper catalogs in our little tiny mailbox from every kind of university and college I didn't even know existed. I mean, our little tiny mailbox is just filled up with schools that I didn't even know existed, like Jefferson State in Sam Houston, Wachahaxi, Laga Laga Laga, Texas. Like there's just, it's just, it's an abundance of catalogs just coming out. And all of them are saying the same thing. Come to our school, come our colors, our mascot, our life. And it all promises them all these things. I'm watching my kids like, oh, they're here. Maybe I should go. They have a football team where they play lacrosse. I mean, it's, it's an abundance and you and I are like that. We've got just bombarded with a million different options, a million different ways to say broad road. 
It's just true in terms of there's the core root greed, but they'll never say that, but there's a thousand different ways trying to pull you in. The core lust, thousands of different ways. To try, oh, just tolerate this. It's okay. This is just pride. They just try to pull you. It's all, it's the broad road. And, it's, and it's, you, it is constantly coming after us. Here's the way of Jesus. Come, follow me, enter through the narrow gate on the narrow road. And I just love this. My favorite thing in this whole text is it leads to life. Because those people that found life, they're just weird. They, 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 you, you can't talk them into sin, right? You, they struggle with sin, I got that. But a trajectory of just leaving everything and just, you know, forgetting it all to go follow sin. They've got a relationship that means too much for them. So though we have people that are deconstructing, many times you have people that it's a belief system minus relationship. But when you have relationship, that relationship causes you to be so rooted. It's something that deep in your bones you love. That's what I want for you. I have a relationship with my four children. I deeply enjoy and love all four of them. It's deep relationship. So we could have conversation all day long about the belief system of what a father does in terms of provision or protection. But the thing that moves me is my relationship, who they are to me. Are you with me? So you will have people that constantly try to debate um, ideas. And there's a bunch of those. You can have debates all day long. Atonement debate, millennium debate, sovereignty debate, debate about multiple religions. Here's what I'm after for you. A relationship with Jesus that is so real and so vibrant that you go, I have found Zoe life. And, and this, is the, this, is, this is the road that leads to life. And so, so actually the restrictions are actually his love for me. The road is narrow. But the promise of life now with him and in eternity, that's my joy. And so I wanna invite you to look at what does it look like for you to be on the narrow road in 2023 in Kansas City? It's not just, it's not just kind of a, a dreamy concept that you kind of recommit to on Sunday. But even on a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, like I was sitting with a guy this week and he was talking to me about how, like with his time right now, he's spending time trying to invest in people to help them bend their lives around following Jesus. So instead of using all of his margin time, all of his margin money to go do what he wants, his focus is helping people in their relationship with God. So we're just normal life like you. I'm just sitting there eating a $15 salad in Leewood. You know, that's like... 2023, like really $15 for a salad. Okay, pray for us. You know, like that. And, but, but you're just but having real dialogue. And, and I want to, to me, that's like here when Jesus says, a, a good tree bears good fruit. That's good fruit. Oh, okay, yeah. I, I really am on the narrow road. And so it pays dividends. It shows up Monday through Saturday. Here's how. This is, this is, this is actually my allegiance is to him. I'm on the narrow road. And so I, I did make a decision and, I'm, and I look like a disciple. I was talking to another guy um, two weeks ago and he was giving me his vision around uniting businessmen around the idea of doing all that we can to help uh, reach as many people in the, in the business world. And he's working hard. That's, where he's, that's what he's focused on. Renat and I were having uh, dinner recently with a couple 
And they were talking about what we care about is we want to give of our time and our resources to help some of the people who are down in life and something bad happened. And so just basic food um, and, and shelter is they don't have and we want to help them. All of those people, those are examples of just there's a good tree bears good fruit. I just want to invite you to look at, look at your life. Just get honest. It's not, that's not condemnation. I'm not angry. I'm not upset. I'm just, I just want, I just have this privilege of pastoring a beautiful church in 2023. And I think it's tempting to believe that I'm putting a lot of hope in, in, in a box that I'm checking instead of a relationship that's real and vibrant right now. I just think that's so easy to do right now. And I just want to invite you to just get honest. All right. Okay, Jesus. All right. Am I, am, am, I, am I living on the narrow road? Is, is the narrow road, is it evident in my life? <laughs> am, I, am I close to you? That, because when I read this and I see, okay, there's two different groups of people on two different roads and they do end up in two real destinations. I just wanna invite you to the road to remember the road that leads to life and to voluntarily say, if I'm on the broad road today, Jesus, I'm getting off that road and I choose the narrow. Uh, I was thinking um, when uh, Renat and I uh, came here early on and we were praying through Kansas City and looking for um, where God would invite us to start a church. And, um, and then uh, we, we were planned on coming down here to the south part. And uh, I came in later before we had moved here and Nathan flew in from Cincinnati. I flew in from uh, Colorado and I was driving and we got we off at the airport. We met in Kansas City. I'm driving and I'm telling him because it's my, it's, you know, it's my idea. It's like we're going to go South KC. So I'm telling him that we're going to South Kansas City. But I jumped and headed on the freeway towards St. Louis. So I was on the wrong road, even though in my mind I was headed on the right road, right? The only way to get to South Kansas City, right here, where are we? Is this, is this Leeward or Overland? Overland Park, right? Is to actually get on the right road, even though I th- I'm talking a million miles an hour. Hey, blah, 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 You can imagine, right? <laughs> even though it, it, it's exiting, Get off I-70 East and jump on the right road. Come on down, 35 South. Let's get a little bit closer where we're going. And today, it's possible that you actually halt. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm talking with my songs. I'm talking with even the way I think. But in reality, I'm eating sugar in my room doing what I want. In reality, I, I kind of make my own choices according to what my own desires want. The way of the kingdom, the way of Jesus, the way of the king is I have decided to follow Jesus. And that narrow road, that narrow road requires getting off the broad road, finding your, your strength, your Zoe life, not from what the broad road offers but what Jesus offers. And so that's what I'm dreaming for for you. Uh, I don't know if you remember the song. I grew up in the 90s, so this might be old school. 
but we used to sing this song. Um, he paid a debt he did not owe. I owed a debt I could not pay. I needed someone to wash my sins away. And that language of that song is about a real debt that we owed and that Jesus paid the debt. Now think about that idea in all the different ways that people talk with world religions, like there's many ways with all the different philosophies or really all the different toleration for you to be the own Lord of your life and do what you want in all the different ways. And we have this tendency to live in confusion. And I wanna invite us today to look at Jesus, the one way, one way, one road, one God, one savior, one way to eternal life, one narrow road. So you don't owe a debt to other religions. You don't owe a debt in other places. There's one place and there's one person who paid it for you. He came once. His name's Jesus. Jesus came. He's real. Renata and I, um, I'll close with this. When we were, um, Renata wrecked her car right before we got married. So my financial assets depleted. I mean, right there. I mean, you know, like we didn't come in, she didn't come in with a car, right? So uh, we, we, we got married, we went on our honeymoon and uh, we got back, um, we moved to Colorado, we had one car and my car was super old and I thought, I'm gonna buy my wife a new car. Like I got this new job, it's kind of, you know, like gonna buy my wife a new car. And I know what a good husband would do. A good husband would study cars and figure out like, what would be safe or what would get good mileage or something like that. Um, what I did is there was this uh, place called Perkins Dodge in Colorado Springs. And I thought it'd be cool to have a car with my name on it. <laughs> Perkins Dodge, like, you know, spray paint on the back. So I chose Perkins Dodge, not about the car. I just said, I don't care what car we buy. We're just going to buy one from this place because I want my name on the back, right? Very immature. But I was 23, so whatever. And... Um, so Renata and I took out a debt, $7,700 to that one place, right? Oh, the absurdity for me to start paying off in other places. I, owed, I, I, I don't owe a debt to other banks. I owed it to that one place. You with me? And there's gonna be lots of other conversation. Read the word of God. There is one God. And for God so loved the world that he sent his son, Jesus. And Jesus went to the cross in your place. He died for you. He paid a debt he did not owe. I owed a debt I could not pay. I needed Jesus to wash my sins away. There's one place God sent his one son, Jesus, to die in your place for that you might have Zoe, abundant life in Christ Jesus. And you have not just life now, but you get life for eternity. So the broad road leads to destruction. The broad road can't deliver. The broad road looks 
like fun for now, but it will not deliver. The way of Jesus, who said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the, there's one road, not all roads, one road, one way that leads to life. My prayer for us today is if you have been on the broad road, that you would say, I'm exiting, turning around, and I choose Jesus, the narrow road. Will you bow your heads with me? Jesus went to the cross for you. Hebrews says that for the joy set before him, he endured the cross. He cares about you. And all these destructive ways that lead to a destructive end are the broad road. And the good news, no matter what your story is right now, is that Jesus wants relationship with you. Jesus has already gone to the cross and he desires that none would perish, but all would come to repentance. That includes you. So today could be a day that you exit your way, any other way, and choose the Jesus way. In just a moment, I'm gonna give you the opportunity to say, yeah, I wanna follow Jesus. I wanna invite those of you that may think, you know, I, I, I may have prayed a prayer when I was nine, but I think, I, I think I've been living for self. I, might, I just wanna realign and make sure I choose Jesus the narrow way. But today, Jesus is worth following. Jesus is the one who is our savior. And today, if you say, I want to follow Jesus, I wanna invite you. When I count to three, I'm, just gonna, I'm not gonna bring you down to the front. I'm not gonna make you stand. I am gonna invite you to pray a prayer at your seat. But if today you say, I desire to follow Jesus and go live on the narrow road. When I count to three, I wanna invite you just to raise your hand wherever you're at. One, two, three, just raise it up. Good, good. Yep, yep, okay, good. Now just will you pray this prayer with me? Father, I come to you in the name of Jesus. And I ask for salvation. Would you save me? I choose the life of Christ. I don't want to go my way. I choose you. Save me. Make me a new person. Give me new life. That I might spend eternity with you in heaven. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Let's all stand together. Can we give a big hand for everybody that just prayed that prayer? So good. If you prayed that prayer, uh, it's our dream to go on the journey with you. It's our dream to help you get connected to people, to fall in love with the word of God. We've got a Bible for you. We've got relationships for you to build and connect with people. Our dream would be for your next step one day for you to one day go public with your faith right out here, 
We do baptisms. It's a public declaration of what God has done in your life. We invite you. One way you could connect with us if, you, if you'd like to is if you'll let us know on that connection card in your seat, you can drop it in the bucket and let us know you made this decision. We wanna help you go on the journey. We're committed to you. Like we're, we're hopeful to help you grow, get closer and closer to God, stay connected to him and grow as a disciple of Jesus. Let's pray over our tithes and offerings. Father, in the name of Jesus, we love you today. Following you is the delight and the joy of our lives. There is no God like our God. You are our friend, our savior, our anchor, our hope. God, you're our, our, our present help in storms, but you're also our future hope forever and ever. And you've changed us. God, we, we just can't stop talking about you. You are our testimony. You're our life. So God, we celebrate you today. We give cheerfully and gladly. We bring back. We give our first and our best. God, even as we give and as we sing this song, I ask, Lord God, that this allegiance to Christ, this love that is so strong and went to a cross in my place for me, demands my life, demands my all. Oh God, I give it all again today. I realign my heart. I wanna stay on that narrow road. I want Jesus as my savior. I want Jesus as my Lord. God, we honor you today. We give you our love. We give you our allegiance. We give you our lives. In the mighty name of Jesus. Radiant Church said amen.